Welcome to the Route to Recovery series. I'm your host, John Kamita, Associate Publisher and Editorial Brand Director for Sportsfield Management Magazine. My guest today is Darren Criswell, Turf Manager for the University of Arizona. Welcome, Darren. Thanks for having me, John. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, just wanted to kind of get a feel for how things have impacted you, um, but if you could start by telling us a little bit about your fields and facilities, your, your typical um, operation, your typical workforce, and overall how the pandemic has impacted you. Um, well, it's a good story. Uh, the pandemic definitely hit us. Um, it's hitting us harder now than it did six weeks from now. Um, but to, to start, you know, uh, we, as a, as a group, we maintain 60 acres of turf, um, 40 acres of campus lawns for the university, along with uh, athletic fields and intramural fields. So we have three entities we, we deal with. Um, athletics is a majority of our work. Since the NCAA canceled the seasons, um, we've kind of been stagnant. We've been doing a lot of maintenance on, on campus lawns, um, you know, which we have a crew of 10, including myself, uh, full-timers. Um, sounds like a lot, but <laughs> we find a way to always be busy. Um, and the pandemic's, you know, interfered with us in terms of, you know, the day-to-day -day morale. People don't know what to expect coming after this wave of uh, shock and awe is over. Um, so for that, you know, trying to keep the morale high, keep us loose is important to me. Uh, attention to detail and obviously still doing our job is essential. Um, but for us, the main, the main thing is just staying focused and trying to, trying to keep lighthearted as best as we can. Um, you know, that being said, uh, usually our workforce, we're maintaining, you know, like I said, 60 acres, full staff would be 13, but we're on a hiring freeze. So we aren't hiring anymore for the next, next year, at least um, that's university wide. You know, the, the repercussions we're getting are from the university itself, not the athletic department, not my department, but from the president. Um, so it's gotten really serious out here and it is, it, it is, uh, it does have layoffs in the back of your mind. So it's, mm -hmm. I wish it had better news. Now, were you guys forced to stop work at any point, or have you been able to work straight through? Uh, so, once the pandemic started, um, we worked straight through. Uh, all 10 of my guys, we still worked our 40-hour work week, um, you know, come in our 6 to 2.30, kind of business as usual. Um, then we got into April, and from there, a lot of federal things came out in terms of university release time. So, the university uh, allowed us, um, at least, our grounds department, our facilities management department to take a uh, split shift. So we have, you know, half of the crew come in on Monday and half the crew coming in on Friday. And then we have full crew Tuesday to Thursday. So it's, you kind of have a little bit of staggering with the crews just to be able to get what you need to get done. Um, but that's what we shifted to um, currently. And it looks like we'll be maintaining that schedule for at least the next year. I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, do you have any uh, fields or grounds accessible to the public? What's been, and if so, what's been the approach there? So fields, no. Everything uh, athletic-wise and intramural-wise is strictly for the athletes and or students. Um, March, the students got sent home. So there have been no students on campus, I think, since like March 16th. Um, so those fields have been closed. Uh, our campus lawns are open currently. It is a public university, so... Mm -hmm. Every morning, you know, bystanders are running, walking the lawns. Um, and for us, you know, we go do our day-to-day -day business. It's as if nothing's changed. Uh, you know, we deal with the public 
day in and day out as we normally would Monday through Friday. Um, some of our things we, we maintain is we, we rope off lawns to keep the public off of it. So we have high priority lawns that we do that for. So we could specify specific cultural practices like uh, aerating, um, grant, uh, applying fertilizer, verticutting, et cetera. So that allows us to do what we need to do a little bit earlier than we normally would. So sure. that has been. Now, what's been your approach to your athletic fields? Are you starting to plan for when athletic activities might resume or what's, what's your overall approach agronomically right now? So <laughs> we got hit hard. Once the athletic department said season's over canceled, uh, the money flow had stopped. So that threw a big wrench in my already pre-planned agronomical um, calendar. So what me and my assistant did, we, we kind of forecasted, what do we have material wise? What are we able to get done? What's the necessities needed? You know, mainly looking at fall sports, you know, spring's over, we're done with spring. So we focus on football and soccer. Um, that being said, we've thrown our fertilizer. We, you know, we throw out a granular monthly. Uh, and some people uh, might say that's insane to do with, you know, minimal staffing, but we're still moving business as usual. I'm trying to get our Bermuda grass growing um, to have a nice fall season. If it does happen um, to where, you know, we're not sodding or having to worry about hiccups with the field playability. Um, so go that being said, you know, yeah, I can't top dress. I can't, um, you know, do all the fancy things I see uh, other turf managers do, but for us, we're pushing as much growth. We're mowing as, as often as we can to encourage lateral growth with our Bermuda. We were able to spread our ryegrass like we normally would, um, except significantly earlier. So that's good for our Bermuda grass. Um, but I think we're a little different in the situation due to the amount of manpower I have. We don't have to stop and re reassess how to do things. So it's just the money flow that has honestly been the biggest, the hardest hit for us, John. It's just, you have all these plans and all these thoughts and all these you know, ideas and it's, we can't do any of them. And that's the reality. Now, are you hearing from other college university uh, sports field managers, anybody picking your brain for advice or have you reached out to anyone uh, during this time? So I've been keeping a close eye with a lot of my vendors because um, they work with a lot of, you know, different uh, entities from Parks and Rec to Collegiate to Professional and especially being in the Southwest. And I'm located in Tucson. We're next door to Phoenix, which holds all the spring training facilities. So I'm always wondering what, you know, what they're doing up two hours north of us. Um, you know, a lot has changed, you know, in terms of workload, um, you know, not, there's not much in the air in terms of when to be ready. All we know is to be ready. Sure. So, you know, talking to other, they have a whole bunch of questions as well. Um, and our department, we work for facilities management. So, like I said, we, we have a lot more to take care of than, say, uh, someone just works for the athletic department and they have to maintain just, you know, athletic fields. Because um, that, to me, I mean, I wouldn't know what we would be doing if that was the case. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of minimal maintenance on those aspects besides mowing. I mean, we, we can't do much. So. I'm not sure how other universities are handling it, but for us, it's, it's been a lot of the same, uh, just, just a little bit earlier than usual. So, sure. um, and that's, that's, that's the nature of the beast we're dealing with as of right now. And I hope that changes. You mentioned facilities maintenance, um, anything special or different you're doing there? Um, any insight into the actual facilities maintenance side of it? Um, just mainly aesthetics on the outside. 
Um, you know, I'm not an HVAC guy, so we can't do anything too extensive on the inside. But, you know, we, we take care of the decor, uh, graffiti, um, damage, stuff like that is what we're maintaining the facilities aspect. Uh, we have a whole other facilities crew that does, you know, anywhere from electrical to HVAC, uh, plumbing, et cetera. We don't touch too much into that, but we are the first responders, so to speak, because we're the ones there all the time. So if there is an issue, we let the appropriate parties know where to go and how, how to handle it. Okay. Um, I think that covers most of what I had. Do you have any advice for others in terms of getting through this or planning ahead or, or just kind of overall thoughts? At, at the beginning of this pandemic, I really, I really thought, you know, this is a two week blowover. Sure. Um, but as it has settled in and talking with the administration, uh, we have, we're all getting, the universe is getting furloughed. So, uh, for me, as a supervisor, I like to keep my morale high on the crew. Um, I'm lucky to have a great crew who understands what we're going through, and, it, and it's university-wide. So it's not just uh, – we're just not singled out on this. Um, it's everyone – everyone's affected. Um, so for me, keeping the morale, you know, lighthearted, you know, obviously we still have a job to do, but, you know, there's, there's a point to find out, like, hey, what's important, how important is it, and – is it something we just do tomorrow if, if push comes to shove? Um, so for me, it's just keeping the crew as positive as we can. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of dark days ahead, John, and we just got out of a meeting, you know, for the whole staff and telling them how many days we're going to get furloughed and, and how it's going to be broken down. So you can imagine the morale isn't high and it's, you know, foreseeable for the next year. So it's not just do your furlough days and go home. It's this is going to last for until June, 2021. So that being said, it's just a matter of, you know, keeping the guys on track, but understanding that, hey, we're all human and we all have a million thoughts going through our head. Sure. Agronomically, um, with the, luckily having full 10, 10 staff members, like I don't have to throw PGRs out. Um, I do try to focus on the detail work when possible, you know, cleaning up our edges on our baseball field, making sure our edges are getting hand watered on softball. Um, small stuff like that goes a long way. Um, especially without having sports. We're not prepping for practices. We're not painting anymore. So a lot of that time we would allocate to those things. We can now throw into some of the things, you know, I've had on my project list, you know, from day one, it's like, Hey, let's, you know, make sure our edges are nice and tight. Let's make sure, you know, our wall pads are clean. Let's make sure uh, all our conditioners not getting into our edges, um, small stuff like that. And we don't do it daily. It doesn't need to be done daily, but it's been something we've been able to focus on a lot more now with the slowdown of athletics and, kind of this whole pandemic world we live in right now so my biggest advice is just stay positive this is out of everyone's control so you just gotta roll with the punches yeah. well i appreciate you taking the time um it's definitely helpful and um uh hope hope to meet you in person sometime soon hopefully <laughs> hopefully we can get past this and uh stay safe and stay well T thanks for the time appreciate it john you do as you do the same man thank you thanks